Welcome to Cut the Chaos, the podcast that teaches you to cut through the noise, take back control of your life, and create a future you love. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's do this. This episode is from a previous podcast entitled The Whole You. The information contained herein is very relevant to people striving to cut through the chaos and create lives filled with purpose and peace. So please enjoy this throwback to The Whole You podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Whole You podcast. Today, we are talking about survivor shame. Now, yesterday, we talked about the gift of survival And that is something completely different than survivor shame. So um, this is a topic that is really important to me because, as I think I have told you before, I am a survivor. And I don't love that word. I love to be called a future-focused badass instead of a survivor. But I am a survivor. I've survived a lot of trauma in a lot of different forms. And trauma can come from all over the place. It can come from physical sources like an accident or an illness or being attacked by someone else. Or it could stem from something like a cancer diagnosis and the treatments that you have to go through or a rollover ATV accident where you nearly sever your hand (laughs) or childhood abuse. Um, It could also come from an altercation with a family member or someone you're close to. It could come from rape or a car accident or fighting in a war or anything that feels like a threat to your safety. The ways that you can be physically traumatized are innumerable. And physical trauma is pretty easy to identify. But there are other types of trauma that can be a lot more ambiguous. For instance, emotional and spiritual trauma can stem from things as simple as an unkind word or a threatening look. So you can be traumatized by divorce, by participation in a strict religious system, by being left alone as a child, by neglect, by hunger, by anger, by being lost in a crowd, by being too hot or too cold, or by being teased or bullied, or by the death of a loved one, or seriously, the list could go on and on and on. I don't know the exact statistics. I haven't looked them up. But if I were to guess, I'd say that most of us have experienced some type of trauma in our lives. And if you haven't experienced it yet, you're probably going to before you die. I personally have experienced trauma in many areas of my life. And it's why I've become so passionate about helping other women who've survived trauma as well. Because for many years, I didn't know that I could choose how my trauma would affect me. I thought I'd been handed this lot in life and it was there to make me miserable and there was nothing I could do about it. It was life-changing for me to finally understand that I'm in control of my life experience, that I get to choose what I'm going to make of everything that is an influencer in my life. And so 
that's kind of what I want to talk about today because for survivors of trauma, shame can be a very real emotion that floods over you without warning. And sometimes it can happen in very inopportune moments. And when that happens, when you're feeling shame because of a trauma or shame because you're a survivor of trauma, we call it survivor shame. And it can be debilitating because it robs you of your intrinsic sense of value and self-worth. And shame is really common in survivors because when you're not kept safe, then you begin to question your value. So shame would tell you that you're a bad person because you couldn't make your marriage work. Or shame would tell you that you're a bad person because your parents didn't protect you from an abuser. Or maybe they were the abusers. Shame would tell you that you're a bad person because you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or because someone else told you that you were bad. Or maybe because you've been taught that to be good, you have to act in a certain way all the time. Shame would also tell you that you can't talk about any of the reasons that you feel shame. And I want to be really clear that shame is that feeling that tells you you are bad. Not that you did something bad, but that you are a bad person, okay? Shame lives in darkness. It hides out in the dark corners of your mind, and it comes out to throw doubt on all of your self-esteem, So for someone who's dealt with trauma or abuse, shame can be an almost automatic response to situations that require you to stand in your truth and confront difficult situations. Now, as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse, I felt a lot of shame around my body. In fact, it's something that I still struggle with, although I've made a ton of progress, but I will probably struggle with until the day I die. But for years, I didn't recognize that shame. In fact, if you would have asked me about it, I would have said that I'd worked through the shame from my childhood and that it no longer affected me. Eventually, I realized that that wasn't true. And I have gone through some pretty extensive counseling to get to the point that I can believe that I have worth just because I exist. But it was life-changing to finally internalize that message and start sharing it with other survivors. However, I had an experience a few years ago that was really eye-opening to me um, because it showed me exactly how tenuous this is and how quickly you can be thrown back into shame um, when you are a survivor. So... I had this experience that really caught me off guard and it happened in kind of a very unlikely place. So I wasn't even thinking about it. I was at a writing retreat and I was listening to a speaker talk about different personality traits and ways to use them effectively in character development. So suddenly, as she was talking, she started talking about survivors of childhood sexual abuse and how they often use gaslighting in the beginning of their relationships. Now, for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, um, it's a psychological form of manipulation. So in this context, she was referring to 
The tendency that some abuse victims have of openly discussing their abuse with people that they've just met as a form of kind of testing the waters to see if people can handle their story. So I, I don't know if this is actually a form of gaslighting or if it's even something that's common among victims of abuse. It may be. Um, but as I sat there listening to this woman talk about it, I realized that it was something that I had done. And in fact, it was something I had done with some of the people who were sitting in that room with me. And in that moment, I was immediately flooded with shame. It was so intense that I had to get up and move to the back of the room because the voices in my head were just screaming at me, telling me that everyone was staring at me and making fun of me and that I I was worthless. Now, none of that was true, <laughs> but it was all I could do to not just run out of the room and hide. That's what shame does to you. It makes you want to hide. And honestly, as a survivor of abuse, I'm pretty good at hiding because it's another skill that survivors of childhood abuse develop really early in their life. So as I sat in the back of the room thinking about what the speaker had said, I just wanted to fight against it. It made me really mad that she was talking about it as if she was an authority on this subject and as if she had any idea what it felt like to be a childhood sexual abuse survivor. Now, the absolute truth is that I have no idea if she understands it or not. She could be a survivor too, for all I know. But in that moment, it didn't matter because I was dealing with shame. I was embarrassed. I was bad. And I knew that I had no worth. And for just a few minutes, I was that little girl again. I was certain that I was worthless, that nobody cared about me enough to protect me. And I couldn't talk about it because it was something that was going to make other people uncomfortable. So I sat there for a few minutes and tried to just take some deep breaths and figure out how to get my brain under control. And after a few minutes, the my coach training kicked in and I realized that I had fallen into this old pattern of allowing someone else to tell me how I should think and feel. The words of this speaker had caused a trauma response in me that made me think of myself as a victim again, which in turn caused survivor shame and made me just want to hide. It all happened so fast, which is what shame does. It creeps up on you without warning, and then it just hits you over the head. But in the past, I would have wallowed there. I would have just sat there in my shame and allowed it to make me question every move and every conversation and every interaction that I had had at that retreat since arriving three days before. But instead, I decided to take control of my thoughts and I changed the story in my head. And I remember sitting there and reassuring myself that whether or not what I had done was gaslighting, I was simply telling my story. And that is my right. Everyone else has a right to walk away if they don't want to hear it. But I can open my mouth and I can share it anytime I want to. 
Now, I'd say that it is wise to use discretion when telling your story, and and maybe I hadn't been discreet enough, but that did not make me bad. I didn't have to be ashamed. I could hold my head high and be okay with who I am. That was a really empowering moment for me because I realized that I really do have control over whether or not I feel shame. And I got myself out of the shame and I allowed myself to choose the thoughts that would bring power back into my life. Because what we know is that when we choose our thoughts carefully, then we also get to choose our emotions and those emotions are what drive our actions. And when we do that, then we're in complete control of our lives. And that's the message that I want you to go away with today is that you are completely in control of you. You get to choose whether or not you're going to feel shame as a survivor of trauma or abuse. You get to believe that you're just as important, just as worthy as every other person on the planet, because you are, but it's entirely up to you to decide. You get to decide what kind of life you're going to live. You don't have to carry around the effects of trauma and abuse for the rest of your life. You can leave behind the past You can bring with you the lessons that you've learned that have value, but you can embrace your future. You don't have to survive. You can thrive as a survivor. That's why I like to be called a future-focused badass, because I'm thriving, and I know that I'm worth it. So if you've never sought out help to deal with your trauma, I encourage you to find someone who is trained, someone who is qualified, who can help you understand your value, your worth, and that it has nothing to do with your past. And if you have already done that and you're ready to take your healing to the next level and start creating an amazing future as a future-focused badass, (laughs) then I invite you to consider working with me. As a certified life coach, I can teach you how to manage your mind in ways that will allow you to become consciously aware of the choices that are before you. And I can help you understand the power you have to create anything you want in your life. You don't have to be held back by your past. You can choose to leave it behind and embrace peace and happiness as part of life beyond survival. So if you're interested in learning more about my coaching and the coaching process, then check out my website at sandrajarviscoaching.com or you can send me a message at sandra at sandrajarviscoaching.com. I would love to set up a complimentary call with you to see if it's a good fit. So for today, this is your affirmation. Shame would have me believe that I am bad, but I know that's not true because all human beings are born with intrinsic value and inherent worth. For today, I'll believe that I'm good and valuable and 100% worthy just because I exist. That's the message I want you to take with you. You are 100% worthy. You are incredibly valuable. And it's all just because you are alive. So take that with you today. Have a fabulous day. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Thanks for being here today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow, rate, and review to help me get the word out. And if you really enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot and share it on social media. Thanks again for spending a few minutes in my world.